We're excited to be back with you. So to start off, we, we have some exciting news. Exciting. Well, if you know us in real life, you probably already know this news. But if not, we are pregnant. Expecting baby number three. So we thought we would do this episode on baby names. And what the church says about naming your baby specifically. Yes, yes. Baby names are fun um, until it gets stressful, but at first it's usually fun. Um, So we thought, you know, we want to talk about things that pertain to our our lives currently. And this has been like the main thing the two of us have been talking about. I probably drive Joseph crazy because of how much I talk about it because I just am constantly like, what about this name? What about this? Did you think about this? Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not crazy to me because, you know, I love talking about it as well, and we, we both love doing it, so it's not that bad. <laughs> Actually, I could tell. Yeah, and we, I mean, I'm sure every person does, but we take naming our babies very seriously. We care a lot about the meaning behind the names. We want them to be super meaningful. Um, so let's just get into it. So... Um, I'm just quickly going to read what the church teaches about naming your baby. So, yeah, if you didn't know, the church actually has something to say about what you name your baby. So I am reading straight from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, and this is paragraph 2156. So it says, In baptism, the Lord's name sanctifies man, and the Christian receives his name in the church. This can be the name of a saint that is, of a disciple who has lived a life of exemplary fidelity to the Lord, the patron saint provides a model of charity. We are assured of his intercession. The baptismal name can also express a Christian mystery or Christian virtue. Parents, sponsors, and the pastor are to see that a name is not given which is foreign to Christian sentiment. God calls each one by name. Everyone's name is sacred. The name is the icon of the person. It demands respect as a sign of the dignity of the one who bears it. The name one receives is a name for eternity. So just real quick to kind of unpack all of that because there was a lot of good stuff said there. Eternity is a long time. (laughs) So So like, yeah. Yeah. So your name is your name for eternity. Like when you die, you don't like get a new name. My name, Brittany, will be my name for all eternity. It's a big deal. pretty cool. (laughs) Makes it pretty important. Um, And it also says, um, in baptism, the Christian receives his name in the church. So it's like, I mean. Super official. Like, even though we're choosing a name now, it's kind of like, wow, at baptism, that name is like actually, that's when it's given to the child. You know, we can say we gave it to him beforehand, of course, but... Like, to the church, the name is given to the child at baptism. Um, And just to point point out kind of what it said also about what's okay to name your child, I guess. So, I think it's obvious to Catholics that a saint is a good name for your child. But it also says, um, let me find it here. It can also express a Christian mystery or Christian virtue. So... I guess think of the names like 
Grace or Hope, you know, that sort of name. It's not necessarily after a saint, but they're still, you know, of Christian virtue. So those are also acceptable to the church, that sort of thing. Um, so we just kind of want to talk about how we have come up with our baby names, kind of the discussion that's gone into them, how they've come about. Um, so I don't know. Do you want to start off, babe, with our oldest? Oh, you can do the oldest. I'll do it the second oldest. Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so our oldest daughter, um, is Lucia Ray and, so with her name, like we had been talking about baby names way before we were even pregnant. It was just fun to talk about. I feel like every time we had a long car ride, which was pretty often, um, it would just become the topic to like just discuss baby names. And I feel like we were, we were like always driving to or from Amish country. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like every time we go to Amish country, we end up naming our child. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but yeah, like she said, we have like a running list. We've always had this list mm -hmm. on our phones, on pieces of paper. <laughs> um, so this list is a famous list we've been doing for a long time. So we've been thinking about this ever since we've been together, essentially. Yeah. So a lot of thought and effort into this. <laughs> and I don't even, I don't truly remember like how we came up with Lucia. I mean, I, I've heard the name before, um, but also... Lucia is named after St. Lucy. Also, Lucia is the name of um, Sister Lucia, was one of the children of Fatima, saw the Fatima apparition. Um, so super meaningful because of that. And then, I don't know, we, you know, we're throwing different middle names with it. What about this? What about that? And my dad's name was Ray. And when I said Lucia Ray and I put those two together, it just like clicked for me. I feel like it always clicks for me before it does for Joseph, but it just like clicked for me. Like I heard Lucia Ray, when that came out of my mouth, I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. I love that. That's it. That's it. That's it. And um, at the time, like when I said it, it just sounded beautiful. And I didn't even realize at that point, all the meaning that her name would hold. I just thought that's a beautiful sounding name. Well, then like the more we research it and think about it and stuff, we realized just how meaningful her name really was. So like I said, Lucia is after a saint. Um, Ray was the name of my dad. Well, at the time we chose the name, my dad was still living. Um, he died unexpectedly when I was like 31 weeks pregnant. So of course at that point, that's just like, wow, we really chose the right name. Like, I didn't even realize how meaningful that would be to me. And now I literally cannot think of a more perfect name. Plus, if you look up the meaning of Lucia, it's light. So Lucia Ray, Ray of Light, like, okay, that's beautiful together in and of itself. But then the timing, <laughs> she was born in 2020. Um, my dad had just passed away. So it's like, a hard time very hard time at that time <laughs> this is literally like my dad passed away unexpectedly and then that was like the start of all things covid everything shut down like literally people are just in their homes you're not supposed to go out you're not supposed to go anywhere like it just was a really hard time in people's lives 
And so it's like she literally was named Ray of Light, Lucia Ray, in such a dark time. And she has been exactly that for us. She has been our Ray of Light. Yes, she has. So, I mean, yeah. Just a perfect name, honestly. Even more perfect than definitely felt like God gave us that name because that was more beautiful than we could have ever came up with. And it's funny to see, like, I'm sure we'll experience this more, but, you know, how their names really, they take on the persona of their names that they were given. You know, Lucia is like a ray of light a lot, like all the time. Like, it's just how she is. She's always bright, happy, joyful. And it's just funny how that all works out in that manner. But I, obviously it's God's will. But, um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, second child, Gianna Juliet. Uh, Gianna, um, we kind of came up with the name because we love the name and, uh, it's after St. Gianna. Um, and we thought it was a beautiful name. Uh, she was a pretty recent saint too. It isn't, she was canonized, I think in the 1960s. It could be totally wrong there. <laughs> um, Juliet, after my late, um, after my late mother, uh, her, my mother's name was Julianne. But um, the funny thing is, Juliet means uh, little Julia. So kind of felt like that was like perfect, you know, to name her after her. And, um, but the funny thing is, so we had a few names like we always do. And we have a hard time kind of choosing. So we kind of want to narrow it down and just kind of get to the point. So we had a funny idea. We wrote up a, like, I think three names in a bowl. And we had uh, Lucia in the room with us. And we had her pick out the name. And, of course, it was Gianna. And uh, she pulled it out. And I was like, no way. And then the funny thing was, Brittany went into the kitchen for a minute. And I snuck over to Lucia. I said, Lucia, do this again, okay? Without mom looking. Just to make sure. <laughs> and Lucia pulled out the same exact name, Gianna. <laughs> Like, all right, that's it. I didn't even tell Brittany at the time. I was like, all right, that's it. So it's funny how that kind of happened. Uh, but uh, I definitely think, you know, um, that's a perfect name for Gianna. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that she's named after my, my late mother. So Yeah. So we kind of followed a theme with those two. We've got the first name after a saint, the middle name um, after a family member. So our two parents that have passed away now. Um and even with with Juliet, like we wanted to honor his mom somehow, but there's already a lot of people in the family have done that. So we were trying to come up with, you know, another form that hasn't been used yet. So I just was Googling, you know, different forms of of Julia. And so when I saw that Juliet literally means little Julia, I was like, ah, that's so good. That's it. It's so cute. <laughs> um, so now on to Baby number our, three. Our third child, drum roll. That's a terrible drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, for beginners, so it is a boy. So we've it's got first two boy. girls already. We've got our first boy, which is exciting. Um, but also, <laughs> boy names are way harder for us for some reason. Way harder. <laughs> so we said how we like have a running list. We just like keep in our phone or whatever. And our list of girl names is so long. Like, there are so many girl names we like. But our boy names, it's a lot shorter. Plus, I don't know, I just feel like there's none that I have been, like, in love with. I've just been, 
but yeah, it's okay. It'd be all right. Um, so it's been a lot harder for us. So it's taken more discussion and more yeah, prayer. We don't right? really under, we tried brainstorming and thinking, okay, why is it so much harder for us? And we don't really know. Um, <laughs> it's just one of those things that like, you know, we obviously got to agree on it, but at the same time, it's just, I don't know. It's just one of those things that, you know, with girl names, it was like, you know, top of the head, easy, came up with it, boom. Boy names, it took us the longest we've ever taken on choosing a name, but we did come up with one. Uh, yeah, so before we get to it, like, so some of the things, of course, we look for, we think, uh, we try to think of saint names. Biblical um, names. So we yeah. literally would run through, like, the calendar of feast days. <laughs> like, okay, are there any feast days near um, the, the month, due day? Yeah, the month they're being born. Um, Biblical names. I mean, I joined a Facebook group that is all about Catholic baby names. <laughs> so I'm going through all these, just trying to get ideas from other people. Um and so we'd look up, we'd, you know, come up with some names and we'd look up the meaning. Like, okay, is the meaning, does it really speak to us? Or like I said, we looked up certain dates. Like, okay, who has a feast day in May, the month that we're um, due? And do you, should we give the name now? <laughs> sure. So now no one knows the name yet except we've told family members so this is here's the name drop this is inside information for you guys um it is israel joseph baker yes so first name israel middle name joseph so just to start with the middle name because that's the easiest joseph obviously is after his daddy joseph (laughs) um i honestly i would have gone with it for a first name but just because i love my husband so much um, his integrity, what he stands for, all of that. We also really love St. Joseph. Like we've done a consecration to St. Joseph and just read a, the consecration book about him and just <clears throat> fell in love with him so much more. And um, so, I mean, what is a more strong Catholic name than Joseph? <laughs> so that's definitely the perfect uh, middle name for him. Israel is obviously not as common of a name, but it is, God chose the name Israel himself, so it must be a good name. Um, so if you, well, do you want to kind of give the story here? That's well, okay. I mean, like she was saying, I feel like for us, like it was like splitting hairs, you know, the, the you know top names we had, um, they're all biblical, but um, we kind of had just to choose but I, I don't know. We chose Israel. I mean, Brittany came up with the idea. I love the name, but I kind of just, you know, I felt like I wanted to feel connected to the name. I know it sounds kind of weird, but uh, it was different, but I like different. And I felt like God kind of, after prayer and fasting, because it's important to us, I felt like God kind of told me, you know, um, you kind of have to, that feeling and the connection will come later. Obviously, when you have your boy and you see him in your arms. And as you grow in life, so you gotta take a leap of faith later, and you got you gotta take a leap of faith now, and trust that God will take care of it later with those feelings. So it's kind of the one thing I feel like God told me. So I kind of just got over that and just realized I feel like this is what God's telling me, and I'm gonna go with it. And after you know we both agreed on it, I had like this overwhelming sense of peace and joy came over me, and it, it was like this like I don't know, it's like God blessed me after i said all right let's do it so it was pretty cool but um some of the top points you know 
Israel, former Jacob, brother of Esau, um, is a you know grandson of Abraham, and uh, he, son of Isaac. Son of Isaac, <laughs> and um, he actually you know he was some. I'm sure you guys know the story, but on his way to apologize to his brother Esau, and he came across you know a lot of different interpretations of this. Was it God, a divine being, an angel? Whoever it was, it was, you know, holy. And he wrestled with his divine being for all night long, physically wrestled with him. And he would, and he got to the point where he was, you hold, uh, Jacob was holding up his end of the deal the whole time. And if you think about that, that's pretty crazy. You have to be pretty strong and pretty, you know, mentally tough to, and tough to actually wrestle someone for that long. I've done wrestling. It's not easy. Trust me. I get it. But, um, he got to the point where he said, I'm not going to give up on this until you bless me through all this. You're going to make me go through all this. So I'll make you bless me. So he actually persevered and he, uh, the divine being, angel, God, whoever it was, uh, blessed him and said, you know, you're not Jacob anymore. You're Israel. And obviously Israel became a nation. And that's where the biggest one for me, I don't know if for Brittany, but Jesus, that's, was Jesus's homeland. That's where he was born and raised. And that's, that's the, kind of, it's the Holy Land. So that's kind of a big deal <laughs> right there. Um, you know, the name Israel has a lot of different meanings. Uh, the ones we kind of chose and liked were um, triumphant with God and God perseveres. So for me, I feel like, you know, like Brittany was saying, the meaning, the, the name Israel definitely is not lacking meaning. That That's what its strong point was for us. But also, um, you know, it has a lot of meaning behind it. It's very biblical. And, you know, it's pretty cool to, you know, be triumphant with God and persevering with God. So that we like that a lot. You know, he showed perseverance in his wrestling with God and not giving up. And, you know, it's almost as if he was being tested and God blessed him through his testing. And I think during my prayers, when I was listening, I felt like I was trying to listen to God I kind of made the connection just like with Abraham, his God, as a grandfather, he was tested as well. You know, God asked him to sacrifice his only son and he was going to do it all up until the point where the angel stopped him. And so kind of like with Israel, you know, it's kind of my spin on it, my interpretation. I'm not a, you know, a biblical scholar, but I kind of felt like God was testing him and he was blessed as well. And then, you know, became part of a nation. So it has a lot of meaning in that aspect. Um, but um, also, too, you know, the Bible prophesies a lot about its importance of Israel becoming a nation. And May, so that date when Israel became a nation was May 14th, 1948. Israel Joseph is supposed to be born or due on May 15th <laughs> of, this, of this year. So it's kind of. So got some similarities there that we yeah. felt like were kind of uncanny there. So we yeah, thought that was such a confirmation for me. I felt like, you know, Joseph was still praying about it and everything. But when I was looking up different, like I was taking the names on our list and looking up dates for them and stuff. And so when I saw like, whoa, Israel became a nation <clears throat> May 14th, 1948, we're due May 15th. I was just like, wow, that was kind of the confirmation. And not only that, but it's the 75th anniversary that you know just seems like a big deal this year so yeah, yeah and then bring it back to what she said like or just a side point sorry um just from a marriage standpoint the biggest thing i feel like god was telling me um 
yeah, I don't always hear God, but it's, I, you know, one thing I feel like he told me this entire time in this process was for us, the name that's best is the name you agree on. So uh, he didn't tell me what name, but I kind of came to the conclusion it's probably just, it probably is Israel. So <laughs> I kind of went with it and I took a leap of faith. So it, but I, we never looked back and ever since we agreed on it, it I feel like it was God's, God blessed us with happiness and joy. And we really, you know, made the right decision and we we're very happy about it. Yeah, so you guys know our baby's name now. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> There's the announcement. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we don't change our minds. I don't think we No, will. we're not. We're not wait, I said once we, we decide can't go on back this, now. we're not going back. That's just can't do that. No way. No way. Um, there's one other thing we wanted to share with you guys. So I don't think we've done this every episode, but in the beginning, we kind of talked about how each episode we want to do a segment um, called Learn With Us. So just something that we've learned together or whatever it may be it can be something silly or serious whatever um but so there is a book that we discovered so it's kind of a learn with us a recommendation on something we found that we are going to recommend um so it is called the marriage journal and it's by jeremy and audrey roloff i believe are their names um so we just got it for ourselves this year. It's a like a yearly book, <laughs> but it's so it's a journal for married couples. And um, basically, in the very beginning of the book, you start with some things you just do one time. So it was like, what was it? Flip, can you flip to that? Um, so you just answer these one time at the beginning of the year and you can start this. It's not like you have to start in January. You can start at any time of the year. Um, but it was basically, you came up with, um, a marriage mission statement, your family pillars. So like, what are the main things important to your family? And then you set some like one year goals, some five year goals. And the whole purpose of this book is to get you, communicating and spending intentional time together which is something we are always trying to work on so we thought if there is a book that can help us with that then that's great um so then do you, you want me to keep talking or you want to talk about it no it's all? okay you're doing great okay right. so that's just at the beginning of the book and then weekly so you're supposed to find it's best if you can like set the same time each week so it becomes like a habit We've been doing Sunday nights. So weekly, they just have like a one page that you read together. So it's kind of just like something to reflect on, get you thinking, something about marriage. Um, it's always really good. I mean, we have, we've only been doing this a few weeks, but it's been so, so good so far. So my take on it is, you know, I, I, I'm all about, you know, putting effort into our marriage because, you know, we're realizing we're, we're pretty young pups when it comes to marriage, you know, uh, but we were, uh, it's, it's, you put, you gotta put work into it. Like everyone else, you gotta, you gotta work out every single day. It's not just something you kind of just get married and then just let it sit and age like fine wine. You gotta work at it every single day. Like you're honing your craft. That's how I do it at least. But anyways, that's kind of the approach I take it with our marriage, but within this book, um, working on our marriage and working through things, but you know, it gets you on the, the main thing I want to say, it gets you on the same page, which has a trickle down effect in a positive manner. So for example, each week, it makes you sit down and go over your weekly schedule, Monday through Sunday. 
And so that way you guys are on the same page with what's going on each day of the week and you know what to expect. So that way, uh, let's say, for example, um, Brittany has a function at church and I know that I need to um, help with certain things early in the morning or certain parts of the day so that can run smoothly for her instead of the opposite where I didn't know what was going on. I didn't prep things. I couldn't help her and it just kind of snowballs into a worse situation. So it really has a lot of positive benefits to actually sitting down and going through that. It's yeah. actually pretty nice. And like, okay, a weekly schedule sounds so simple, but I feel like that's been one of the most beneficial things about this for us because like, like I've noticed talking about our schedules kind of been an area of like stress for us in the past. Cause you don't want to talk just about it like, sometimes. Yeah. Just like we have to agree on who's doing what, who, like, where will the girls be? What, you know, I don't know. Just for whatever reason, it's been an area of stress. So a lot of times we'd like put it off and not talk about it until it's like the last minute. And then when you go to talk about it, you end up arguing about it because like you're on different pages. You don't know, like, I didn't know that was coming up, whatever. So just that simple little thing has been so helpful. Yeah, really, they, they know what they're doing when they came to this because it's like, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about this. But really, once you get you you just realize what's ahead of you and you're on the same page it's like it, things run so much more smoother you can definitely notice the difference to be mm-hmm. honest but then after the um weekly schedule you you run into your weekly questions they're all the same so um i'll just i'll name all of them they're only six but uh, they're the same ones every week uh number one uh you take turns asking each other this question and then you have to write down each person's response so, number one would be, what brought you joy this week? Number two, what is something that was hard this week? Number three, what is the one thing I can do for you this week? So, I'm going to stop right there. You kind of see how this can benefit each one of you. Like, okay, it's my turn to say what you can do for me this week. <laughs> so, it really, to be honest, it really helps out though. But uh, number four gets a little deeper. Is there any unconfessed sin conflict or hurt that we need to resolve and or seek forgiveness for so that's always my least favorite yeah but it's good but i i like it because it kind of just gives you opportunity in a um structured um safe manner of like bringing up something that might have hurt you or thing you want to talk about it's not just like an open free-for-all where you start going at each other like you know we try to we realize then the structure of like this is all about fixing our fixing or not fixing, but like, you know making our marriage better. So let's just try to you know calm our tempers and get along. You know, <laughs> but typically it's usually it's usually a positive manner when we do this. So mm-hmm. it, it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, number five, what is a dream, craving, or desire that has been on the forefront of your mind? So that's a good one. And the final one, number six. How can I pray for you this week? This one is my absolute favorite because <laughs> honestly, yeah, you know, I tell my family members and other people that I know, if you just pray for me as a present, that's all I care for my birthday. I'm not even kidding. Like I appreciate prayers so much and the fact that I can give Brittany a specific prayer for me for the whole week and she can pray for it through the whole week. Um it's great. I think it's awesome. But like Brittany can attest to this, not to get any into any specifics, but she asked me to pray for her for a specific thing. And all throughout the week, I prayed for her 
as many times as I could. Little, th little ones here, little ones there. My rosaries. Just every time I prayed, I add a little bit to hers. And she contested this that, mm. you know, whatever she whatever I prayed for, <clears throat> it completely turned around. It didn't seem like it was gonna turn around, but it completely turned around and it was it was a definitely an answered prayer. I'm telling you guys, the power of a praying husband, because every time I ask I give him like something very specific to pray for me. Like his answer or his prayers are answered. Like I tell him every time, I'm like your prayers are so powerful for me, <laughs> which of course to God be the glory. But I'm just like, man, I should ask you more specific things to pray for because those babies get answered. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like we, um, it it kind of seems been not kind of sounds monotonous that you do the same thing thing every week. But honestly, every time you talk about your weekly schedules. Um, it has like a, you know, a little excerpt about, <clears throat> you know, last week was joy and how you can express joy in your marriage and just, it, it really presents a new thing each week that you can work on and talk about. So we've been doing it just for a few weeks and we really like it. Um, yeah. we get really, we kind of get into these type of things. <clears throat> we actually, uh, last year, Brittany got me a subscription to a thing called date. Is it date night or date box? Date in a box. Date in a box. Basically, you don't have to go out. You just uh, you have all these things set up for you. Music, uh, questions to ask each other, icebreakers. Um, you make some type of food. It's pretty fun. So Brittany's actually really good at this type of stuff, like presenting new things we can do for our marriage, but it's also fun. Um, anything we can do to kind of help our marriage grow. And she's pretty good at it. And this and is just I, another thing that yeah. we've been doing. I think for us too, like – it's still very important for us to go out on dates, but just like reality of like where we are in our lives right now. Like we have very young children, very dependent on us. Like we would have to have babysitters and all that. And so it just doesn't happen as often as it probably should or does for older couples, whatever. So um, like this is something you do at home so we get the girls put together so there's no excuse to you can't do it on a sunday night and this is like intentional time that we're spending together working on our marriage working on communicating and just like really hearing each other's hearts like what brought you joy what do you how can i help you this week like you're really opening your hearts up to each other and it's something we can do and we don't have to get a babysitter for so it's great but yeah we like to we like to do this. It's, it's a lot of fun, and it just brings brings us maybe hard at times trying to coordinate it, but it brings us a lot of joy in the long run, and we just want to express that guy to you guys. You guys don't have to do any of this, but, you know, we just want to It sounds like message. we have, like, paid sponsors, and we're, like, advertising for them, but we don't. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> maybe someday we will, but maybe make the, that's far away. Yeah, probably. But we he, just really liked it, so. Yeah, we wanted to share it, so. All right. Bert, so, you want to close us out in prayer? Sure. Okay. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. God, we just thank you for this time together with our listeners. We thank you for everyone who tunes in to this podcast, God. All we want to do is glorify you and to help others um, see your goodness and your light. And I just ask that you continue to bless our marriage and our family and all of those who are listening to us. And we give you the glory. 
In the name of the Father, Father and the Son, Son and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Until next time, guys, we will see you later. Bye, guys. Bye.